This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. And this is the Bernie and Sid Show. And guess who we have? We had Sid, and now we have Bernie. And give me some music for Bernie. Yeah. Well done. Bernie, you like that? I love it. Like it, love it. This is the ultimate, the consummate summer song in the summertime when the weather is hot. This is, you know who, who sings it? This is Mungo Jerry. In the summertime when the weather is hot, you can church my nerve and nourish the sky when the weather don't is hot. You got up. women, you got women don't, on your mind. Don't, don't, don't go into singing business. No, don't I will not. I promise, I promise not to, but I still can enjoy. I still can enjoy. That is, that is a great song. Thank you. John Katsimatidis, the cat man, as we have dubbed him recently. Uh, John Katsimatidis, thank you, sir. Very much for uh, coming in on July 4th, celebrating this great country, this Independence Day, which which should be celebrated, of course. Uh, One of the greatest days in the history of civilization, the day they signed the Declaration of Independence, creating this terrific, wonderful, unprecedented uh, country of opportunity. I mean, and this beautiful, uh, just majestic land that we live on. It is one day, one hell of a day to celebrate. If not today, then when? You're right. You're absolutely right. And and we've been talking about all morning uh, that America is under attack, and and we don't even know it. Uh, our borders, our education system, of all those things that we've been talking about, uh, Bernie, which one concerns you the most? Uh, what concerns me the most is uh, the 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 or the attacks from within, the attacks from uh, you know the woke people from within in our institutions in in our schools in our military even even our entertainment uh, the the culture the the attacks from within they, they they know what they're doing they're very insidious uh it's all intentional obviously and 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 a design to catch us uh, off guard but we're on to them we are on to them i mean we just, know uh, we know they're there and we know yes. it's like the bully in the schoolyard when you know he's there and you know he's a bully and you punch him, punch him in the mouth, the guy will go away forever. Exactly right. You have to fight back. That's the thing. You have to be all in. Uh, in my opinion, John Katzmatidis, you have to be all in. This election is, a, is, go, is going to be a turning point. I believe we're witnessing uh, epiphanies left and right in this country already. People are sick of it. They, they're on to it. And, uh, you know, you, you just look at the Latino uh, population uh, flipping to, to, to the Republicans. But we have to turn out this November, John. Uh, I mean, this is not uh, you know, this is a participatory uh, uh, exercise, this, this 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 running this country. It goes down to every single voter. We have to turn out in, in huge numbers to show these people we mean business. We're taking our damn country back. Because they've they've really made they've made inroads. Let's face it. You know, as, made, as Larry Kudlow would say. You know what Larry Kudlow says? Uh, I believe. <laughs> yes, 
The cavalry is on the way. You're Absolutely right. right. And Rin Tin is right in the front. <laughs> hey, listen, John Katzmatidis, you, you know better than anybody this what this country represents. It represents, A, the highest standard of living in the history of civilization, but the concept of upward mobility. I mean, that, 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 that concept was not around when the Declaration of Independence was signed back in 70, 1776. Uh, you can you can come from very very humble beginnings, and and unlike most countries on the globe in the history again of the world, you can make it to uh, great heights. You are Exhibit A, John Katsimatidis, uh, uh, an immigrant from Greece who came here with nothing with uh, with his parents, worked hard. You know, the delayed gratification. That's a concept that uh, apparently has escaped a lot of people. A delayed gratification. Work your butt off, get up in the morning, lose the chip off off your shoulder, and, and start, you know, lamenting, oh, woe is me, I have it so hard. Just work hard, and you'll do well in this country. Unlike other countries, most other countries on the globe, you can't do that. You can do that here. You have a quality of opportunity, and these woke people, they use words like equity. Well, just don't be fooled. Equity means equality of outcome. Equality of outcome is communism. And that's what wokeism is all about, and that's what these people are trying to affect here, uh, a, a change, a transformation. You heard the guy the other day. He said it. this is the new liberal world order. Some, some, a, a guy named Brian Deese who works for the Biden, the new liberal wor- world order, this is what we're uh, paying high gas prices for, inflation. He said the quiet part out loud. And, again, we were on to him before that, but he actually admitted it, and uh, we're not having it. We're not having it whatsoever, John Casmatidis, in this country. We're going to turn out. The red wave is real. And, again, the, 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 the thing to remember here is July 4th, 1776. Uh, that day, you know, historians actually argue over whether that's the day that they, the, the declaration was actually signed. But here's the thing about that day. Uh, that was not an academic exercise. Those people who signed that uh, declaration – and those people who participated in the revolution, they, 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 their lives were on the line. And they had it well. George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, all these Thomas Jefferson, they had it made in the shade. All they had to do was be loyalists. But they saw something wrong. And they, they put their money where their mouths were and, again, separated us, got us that independence. And so it's a colorful, it's a colorful story, the, the, the story uh, Sid talked about it. He, I was very impressed. Sid quoted the great Thomas Paine, who wrote Common Sense, among other things, that if if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separately. And that was the case back then. Uh, all those people faced great danger. Uh, so it wasn't like they would go back to their lives after the, they tried the revolution. No, they would have died. They would have all. And just one one sidebar, and I, uh, because I am a history buff. One little sidebar, if I may, John Katzmatidis, uh, the two signatories uh, to the Declaration of Independence, uh, there were two of them who went on to be president. It was Thomas Jefferson and it was John Adams. And the two of them hated each other's guts, hated each other's guts to the point where Thomas Jefferson beat John Adams. But when John Adams tried to get reelected, so he served only one term. Thomas, excuse me, John Adams actually fled the night before Thomas Jefferson was supposed to be sworn in. He left Washington, D.C. the night before. 
That's how rancorous wow. it was back then. These two signatories. Now, the, the, Bernie, the two of them. Listen, the, ahead, just, let me just finish, the, the two of them quickly. The two of them. They both died on July fourth, eighteen twenty-six. On the same day, the two guys that they they did uh, you know men, make amends. There was a certain rapprochement, but they both died July fourth, eighteen twenty-six. And John Adams actually uh, he he said, uh, "Damn it." Uh, damn it, Jefferson outlives me, which was not the case. Jefferson died earlier in the day. That's a, a little sidebar, a colorful story to that our is a good you know, story, our story, story history. Uh, yes, Bernie, uh, Bill O'Reilly wanted to be on the phone with us. And Big I, bad I, Bill. To be, I think I was directed to be. I, I say we, we had dinner on Saturday night, and we were with a, a few folks, and, and I said, Bill, please call in. And All right. Tell us, how do you feel on this 4th of July, Bill O'Reilly? I'm confused because McGurk just used the word rapprochement. Yes, sir. I I mean, the man is a Ph.D. He he is a cultured patriot. Bernard McGurk, everyone. And you have to say it's sort of... I'm giving him a 30-year contract. That's right. (laughs) I wrote a column on BillOReilly.com for the 4th of July. Okay. And the column is about me and Michelle Obama, what we have in common. I'm not going to – I want everybody to go there and read it because you'll be amused. But in that column, I talk about my father, um, William O'Reilly Sr., who was on a destroyer heading to Japan when Truman ordered the atomic bomb on Hiroshima. My father would have been killed in that invasion. I would not be talking to you, and WABC would not be the huge success it is if they didn't drop the bomb. Okay? wow. So anyway, in the column, I said that my father was obviously a patriot. My grandfather was NYPD in the 1920s. I have his billy club, McGurk, and if you get out of of line, I may use it. Um, (laughs) But I taught the, the, the essence of the column is that my father did not use the brilliance of the American system. He didn't use it because he was too afraid because of the depression instilled fear in him. But I saw that and I then figured out the American system to become successful. And my point was that Michelle Obama and Bill O'Reilly both figured out the system. And the system allows everyone who works hard and is honest to succeed. And there isn't one other country on earth that has that system. And that's why on the 4th of July, we should all be very, very happy that we are Americans. We have opportunity here. We certainly do. I mean, and these people that are picketing and doing this and doing that, Horrible. saying they hate America. I just said, if, if you hate America, leave, you know? Well, Get out. I, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that entirely. I think that the people who hate America should be confronted by the other people who understand what America is, thereby rendering lessons to the younger Americans who don't quite understand this country. 
So there are about 20 percent, according to all the polls, that, of Americans that despise their country, that want socialism, communism, want to throw everything out, totalitarianism. They don't like what we have here. And each of them have their own reasons. A lot of it's personal. As I write about Michelle Obama, who said at, at one point in the 2016 campaign, for the first time, I'm proud of my country. Remember that? And, yep. well, you talk about Michelle Obama, and I have nothing against the lady. I, I've met her. But, but her time in Princeton University, her papers that she wrote at Princeton University, Princeton University locked them up and won't allow them out. She is like a Hillary. public figure. Why? Like why, why, um, why? Why aren't they letting it out? I mean, we want to know how she really feels about America. Because they're anti-American, because she watched her father, who was a school janitor in Chicago, get battered. And that shaped Michelle Obama. But the irony is that Michelle Obama, once she figured out, and Michelle Obama was only at Princeton because of a scholarship. Because the system allowed someone who was smart, like Mrs. Obama, to go to Princeton free. Now, I never went anywhere free. Most of the people said, you can't come here anyway because you're obnoxious. <laughs> so I didn't get any of that. But I don't resent that because I, I could go back to Levittown and paint houses and make money because this is America. Okay? And that's what I did to put myself through school. So we each have our own pathways. Look at Casamitidis. So he's the son of Greek immigrants, and he now is one of the most influential and powerful people in the country. Right, John? Is that correct? Well, thank you for the promotion. Yes, but sir. That's true. It's so is true. it not true? I, well, I, I'm out there saying to all my friends, you two, we, Bernie and Bill, and tell the truth. Go out there and, and, and use the, the big uh, megaphone that we have at WABC and, and, and tell people the truth. Because right. I but you're being too humble. You're being too humble. If if a guy like John Casamitidis, the son of Greek immigrants, can rise to where he's risen, all right, on his own, then the system that allowed that has to be applauded, not derided. Correct? Am I correct? Did you have white privilege, yeah. John? Did they have no. that? In Are you kidding? I, don't know. <laughs> I, I I could hardly speak English when I went to kindergarten. You know how I learned kindergarten? You know how I learned English? My five-inch Emerson television set. Yeah, Captain Kangaroo taught John Casamitidis how to succeed. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, uh, our education system—we're number twenty-five in the country, Bill. What are we going to do about that? Because we have to be politically correct. McGurk just uh, mentioned Thomas Jefferson. If he was in third grade, he would have been thrown out of the classroom. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> right. It's all about self-esteem now as opposed yeah. to learning, which is, which is so damaging that they don't even realize it. And the ingratitude that you mentioned, Bill O'Reilly, is, is really, really off the charts. M myself, I am the son of two Irish immigrants, came here, no high school diploma, uh, just uh, uh, John Katsimatidis, a, a small example of what John Katsimatidis is. But you have to remember on this Independence Day, without the 4th of July, without the signing of the Declaration of Independence, there would be no Juneteenth. 
there would be no Emancipation Proclamation. This is the greatest country in the history of civilization, as I mentioned earlier. And when you think about it, hunger here in this country uh, is not a problem. It's obesity. Uh, we have too much. I mean, uh, so uh, that's just another small example of what a great country uh, that this is, This the United States of America. And Go ahead, Bill. We're on the decline now. But as a historian, and you guys know I've sold more history books than any other human being who has ever lived. How about that for a resume, huh? Um, That's we're, yes, on the, we're on the descent here in America. But that will stop, and we will rise again, because that is the system. It's always been that way. And it will happen again. I can guarantee it. Nobody knows how. But, you know, WABC is a uh, voice of reason here in the nation's largest city, which is on the decline as well. But we'll turn it around. We'll turn it around. It will happen. Well, with the help we, of people like you know, John Katzenbetidis. You know, why, why is the Democratic Party uh, hate religion so much? Why are They've the- lost their way, John. They've lost their way. There's no more Tip O'Neill's or Daniel Patrick Moynihan's, it's been taken over. But, again, that happens in history. It happens, all right? It's been taken over by the left-wing extremists who use any and all tactics to destroy their opposition. I mean, I'm the poster boy for that, all right? They'll go after you. They'll destroy you and your family. They'll do anything they can do if they believe that you are a threat to their progressive vision. But there's more of us. Than there are of them. Well, more of we're going to take those bullies. I got a big baseball bat, and I'm going to take those bullies, and I'm going <laughs> to whack them. And 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 I'll tell you, yeah, that, you know, let's we got to take them this Fourth of July. Let's make a pledge, all of us. We're going to take America back, and we're not going to allow those bullies to to bully us around. And the new bully word, you know, what the bullies are now. They use words. They call us racist. Well, damn you, uh, you're the racist. How's it going? We're mad as hell and we can't take it anymore. Oh, yes. mad as hell yeah. and I'm that's not right. going to take this anymore. And that's the way I we feel. Are, we are taking this country oh, back. Enjoy, enjoy you're, the You're up against the clock, right? Yeah, we're up against Sorry. the clock. Enjoy the 4th of July. God bless you. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.